Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a fresh installment of Straight from the Underground Black History Month edition with your host, the underdog from the underground post 90s. This podcast is brought to you by a way of struggle vision productions. ECR representing, as always, the righteous ones. Today's episode will be about the legendary, the most valuable one. SmackDown's finest at the time when he signed the highest paid wrestler in SmackDown's history. We're going to talk about the one, the only, Montel Vontavious Porter, MVP, balling. Well, what I'll keep y'all waiting, man, you know what I'm saying? I don't like, you know, I, you know, man, y'all know by now that I don't like keeping y'all waiting, man. So let's get right into this Montel Vitavius Porter episode. My main man, MVP, government name, Alvin Antonio Burke Jr., but converted to the Muslim. Now he goes by the name Hassan Hamid Assad. Hassan Hamid Assad. Respect that, my brother. Assalamu alaikum. My brother was born on October 28th, 1973. He is currently signed to WWE right now as he performs on the Raw brand. We're going to get into that later on. You know what I'm saying? My guy Hassan, aka MVP, was born, you know, Alvin Alvin Antonio Burke, you know, like we said earlier, um, in Liberty City neighborhood of Miami, Florida. On October 28th, 1973, he grew up in Op- Opelika, Florida. His father was a police officer. He joined the gang when he was 12. Well, goddamn. Describing it as a graffiti gang. Well, graffiti is one of the elements of hip-hop, if you did not know that. He was he joined the graffiti gang, later labeled the graffiti gang, which later turned into a street gang. He spent six months in a juvenile detention center after a robbery. He later completed nine and a half. God damn. Nine and a half years of an 18 and a half year prison sentence from for armed robbery and kidnapping, which he started at the age of 16. Well, goddamn, MVP, you 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 a real real gangster gangster, huh? <laughs> but uh, I guess uh, later on he got released in you know early 2002 or 2000s maybe. Saad entered the professional wrestling business through the help of a corrections officer in his prison, who also worked as a wrestler in the independent circuit. After being trained by professional wrestlers. Uh, soul man Alex G and Norman Smiley Shouts out to Norman Smiley Hassan made his wrestling debut in 2002 He worked for many different companies On the independent circuit Using the name Antonio Banks Including appearances with uh, Full Impact Pro FIP And Future of Wrestling FOW Where he won the latter tag team champions With the Punisher 
During his time at FIP, he wrestled Homicide. Shouts out to Homicide. If y'all guys don't know who Homicide is, the original member of the original LAX 5150. He wrestled Homicide for the World Heavyweight Championship at the Ring of Honor show Do or Die on February 19, 2005 but did not win the title. He also made a sporadic appearance in Total Nonstop Action and wrestled on the April 20th, 2003 episode of TNA Explosion. He appeared again for TNA in August 6, 2004 episode of Impact, where he tagged with some jobber. <laughs> and they lost to one of the greatest tag teams in, I want to say, professional wrestling history. Definitely in TNA history, Impact history, however you want to... Uh, say it or quote it now but you know, America's most wanted so that you know they lost. of course they were going to lose that he also he also wrestled for uh, Coastal Championship Wrestling uh, CCW CCW not CZW CCW in uh, Elite Wrestling Entertainment in 2005 competing against wrestlers like Jerry Lynn and D-Lo Brown and CCW he won the the heavyweight championship on August 20th, 2005 after defeating Blackheart and Bruno Sassi in a three-way match. Oh, man. Oh, man. 2002-2005. That's when MVP had his indie career. That's a nice little, you know, short, but it's nice. You know what I'm saying? And then, lo and behold, MVP makes his way to the SmackDown brand or to the WWE world. And we're going to get in a little bit more of that right after this break, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back. I'm never ever going to change. Like Tropicana, I got the juice. All for the least, they let the dog loose. Ooh. Don't make me call up the crew. Now they getting scared when I call up a truce. I'm the one like Neil, cocky like Teal. Nobody go garbage like I'm shooting the free throw. This is illegal. My flow is legal. And it's me, it will never be a sequel See, I'm fly like a pelican And while I'm here, yeah, I'm gonna represent If you're sick, then I'll be your medicine And you already know who I'm better than No doubt, yep, I'm a veteran And when done, you gon' think you got ran over by elephants Since I came, ain't been the same like ever since And that talking, yeah, it better end I'm coming! Nobody can stop me, nobody can hold me Nobody can control me I'm coming! I'm here to do my thing, I'm here to bring the pain, I'm never ever gonna change I'm coming! Nobody can stop me, nobody can hold me, nobody can control me Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back straight from the underground, hope you enjoyed the break MVP Black History Month edition, man, this is what we doing on today's episode Well, alright, getting right in to MVP's wrestling career after his little indie stint for three years, World Wrestling Entertainment, aka WWE, came knocking on their door. MVP uh, earned himself a developmental contract at first, which he was sent to Deep South Wrestling in 2005-2006 as the developmental in 2005 after a number of live events and dark matches. Hassan signed a developmental contract with World Wrestling Entertainment, and he, where he was assigned to developmental territory, Deep South Wrestling. Just like I alluded to, he originally wrestled under his Antonio Banks ring name, where then developed Montel, Vontavious, Porter, MVP, in-ring persona, and arrogant, self-obsessed athlete. He was he was also on an episode of SmackDown on January 13, 2005, being one of the police officers in the ring for Kurt Angle. You can look back at that. But my man, MVP, 
Hassan debuted in the feud with Kane. Wow, way to go, right? This is going right into the fire, literally. <laughs> As MVP, you know, he made his first appearance on WWE television August 4, 2006 episode of SmackDown during which the announcers described him as a coveted free agent. Like I said earlier, he was a coveted free agent. The initial angle involved MVP appearing backstage in arena crowds, often flanked by women and or body and or bodyguard, and talking to SmackDown General Manager the last episode that we just did, SmackDown General Manager Theodore Long about the contract. You know, just the two had a little dis dispute, you know what I'm saying? So MVP guys that isn't involved was probably uh, aggressive in negotiations throughout his segments. Commentators described MVP as arrogant, like they said earlier, noting that he would he would stop uh, conversations in the middle to answer his mobile phone <laughs> or admire his own jewelry while people <laughs> while people were speaking to him. Finally, on, 20, uh, on September 26, 2006, a video press conference announcing the signing of MVP, the largest contract in SmackDown history, like I told y'all in the beginning, was uploaded to WWE.com. MVP made his way into the ring at No Mercy as a heel with a ring entrance featuring an NFL-like inflatable tunnel before defeating, who the hell, Marty Garner. Well, okay. During the match, commentators Michael Cole and JBL uh, described the choice of opponent. Oh, that was a choice of opponent. Since it had been, uh, you know, implied that it would be someone more competent. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh, my God. And then he joined with the fans mocking his athletic suit style, the ring gear, calling him pathetic while he while the fans chanted Power Ranger. You know, they, they did a little, you know, they tried to make fun of MVP the, the best way they could because MVP was obviously doing his job being that arrogant heel. And probably people didn't like him being the highest paid uh, SmackDown talent, especially as a black wrestler, man. They probably didn't like that. So he, he played the character well, man. But on the following episode of SmackDown, MVP wanted to, I guess, wanted to prove his moxie, you know what I'm saying? Saying he needed a tougher opponent, you know what I'm saying? He, you know, he, he wanted that. So, he got it in the name of Kane. Kane Mark, Mark making his uh, SmackDown debut, well, he just came over from Raw. The two feuded for the next two months with MVP narrowly scoring wins over Kane in the street fight and steel cage match and tag team matches with Mr. Kennedy against the reunited Brothers of Destruction. What a, what a, what a uh, awesome way to get sworn into the, to the WWE like that. MVP, Mr. Kennedy at the time were, were uh, two highly touted, scouted guys, man, that, that WWE really, uh, Put the rocket on. I, I should say. I should say. In some ways, you know what I'm saying. MVP. MVP being, you know, longest reigning United States champ. One of them, and 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 Mr. Kennedy having that briefcase for for the time that he had it. And then these guys are fighting against two of the best, man. Kane and the Undertaker, brothers of destruction. So shouts out to that man. But after that fizzled on way, you know, they had their little, uh, their 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 uh, iron. Uh, not the Iron Man match. The the, the Inferno match that they had. Um, well. MVP actually got burnt. He suffered uh, first-degree burns. Because of the burns, he was out of action for a short time. During the, uh, during, during the color commentary, JBL expressed rage with fans for cheering a match where they will only achieve, uh, achieve victory is to set the opponent on fire. I agree with you, JBL, but you know what I'm saying? Make a long story short, my main man MVP got into the United States 
title reign picture in 2007 um, when when his feud with Kane died down MVP began to feud with WWE United States Champion Chris Benoit over Benoit's title during the build up for a title match with Benoit MVP appeared on Smackdown introducing various uh, supposed champions from around the world defeating them in squash matches MVP lost to Benoit at Wrestlemania 23 and that backlash but finally defeated Benoit in the two of the three falls the match of judgment day mm. 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 MVP's title celebration. States champ. Oh, the pyro. White and blue. White and blue balloons all over the place. You gotta love it. <laughs> this guy's strutting up the steps. <laughs> Ah, balling. That title would never look better. Well, that's the highest paid athlete. Smackdown history. Well, he need more coverage. Especially being the new United States champ. You did. I told you that I would change Friday nights. You did. I told you that I would be a champion. You did. And when I signed the most lucrative contract in SmackDown history, like I said, I told you that I would be worth every penny. He's right. And you all, you doubted me. Not me. Even as a little kid, I ain't doubt you. When I challenged Chris Benoit for the United States title, you felt that I was out of my league. Damn shame. Now that I beat Chris Benoit for the United States title, you have no choice but to believe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not exactly my style to say I told you so, but from the very beginning, I was saying it. <laughs> I've been displaying it, and now your television set is replaying it. Ooh. I am your United States champion, and I told you so. MVP really got the gift of gab, man. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's, uh, there's something missing from this celebration. I mean, we got balloons, we got banners, we got the red carpet. But there's something that's conspicuously absent from this moment. No, 
not something, someone. Oh, who's that? The individual without whom none of this would be possible. The individual who I beat in two straight falls okay. on Judgment Day for this United States title. Mm -hmm. That would be Chris Benoit. Where is Chris Benoit? He should be here to help me celebrate this momentous occasion. Don't you think? I think so. I think so too. You know, if, if did beat a fair square. Oh shit. Here comes the rabbit Wolverine. Look at the pop. The toothless one. Toothless aggression. For real. Despite what this man has done, you gotta respect the in ring work. I have no choice but to respect this in-ring work because I've watched this man's career from the start and of course to the finish. Yeah, man. We're happy. Welcome, to, welcome, welcome here. Welcome to join. Right? Shake his hand, man. He really lost. What's wrong with Benoit? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Shake his hand. Oh man. You see, Chris, I didn't just beat you at Judgment Day. I dominated you at Judgment Day. You sweep them. Two out of three falls. I did what no one else has ever done. I beat you in two straight falls for the United States Championship. Chris, I think you should acknowledge the fact that I am SmackDown's MVP. I think what you need to do is raise my hand and show everybody that I'm the better competitor. Damn. And I'm the better actor. He in his face, too. Show everybody here the MVP is the future and you are the past. Mm. And I am better than you were on any given day. Raise my hand. Damn. Raise my hand. Damn, he de he's, he's demanding it. Damn, he like yelling at me. Oh my god. Oh! What the hell, Chris Bowie? Are you ruining the party? German suplexes? He's gonna hit three German suplexes in MVP? What the hell, Chris Benoit? Horrible sportsmanship. All you had to do was raise his hand. Oh my god, he just ripped off. Oh my god! He just ripped open the damn collar shirt. Is that polo? You know that's expensive. What the hell, Chris Benoit? Goddamn rabbit Wolverine. Man. Come on, man. All he had to do was raise his hand. 
can't trust the toothless ones, man. You can't trust them. We'll be back with more straight from the underground. God dang it. MVP Black History Month edition. Chris Benoit is pissing me off. Damn, Chris Benoit, I'm sorry, y'all. Welcome back to uh, Straight from the Underground, man. I said, oh, straight like I forgot, man. Come on, man. Welcome back to Straight from the Underground with your host, man. You already know the name. God dang it. MVP, man. We're going to continue to talk about MVP, man. After he defeated Chris Benoit, the two, three, falls of Judgment Day pay-per-view, MVP's first major feud was against Matt Hardy, my guy, version one. Whom he start? Whom st who he started claiming to be better than at everything after defeating him in the uh, after defeating him at Great American Badge when MVP legitimately diagnosed with a heart condition. Jesus, it was written into the storyline though. Well, to make a very 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 long uh, story short, MVP and Matt Hardy started teaming up together after their uh, battles in the in the basketball games and the in the boxing matches and MVP got. Evander Holyfield to replace him and fight Matt Hardy at the Saturday Night Main Event. Throughout all this, these guys actually, I want no one to say started liking each other, but they became somewhat cordial, somewhat friendly. Let's get into it. The next person to walk into your office, I will win the tag team titles. Is that right? Next person walks through that door, I'll take them over, I'll win the tag team titles. MVP and Tay Long. Deuce and Domino. I know y'all remember those guys right there. Deuce and Domino with Cherry on the outside. This man Hardy is just fighting back as it cut into the action. We only on, we on to next week. <laughs> I wasn't going to prolong this for y'all. We on to next week. Twist of Fate. On to oh. Domino hits the floor. Side effect. Matt Hardy hit the side effect on Deuce. Uh oh, MVP's like, come to me. 
come and tag him. MVP say come tag him so he could get the job done because he's the better one. Dude's trying to stop all that. As Cherry's trying to get Domino up in the ring. Oh my god, Matt Hardy just slapped the shit out of MVP. I guess I counted as a tag. Twist of fate to Domino. Uh, MVP, oh my god, he just threw Matt Hardy out the ring. MVP, no, MVP just picked up the scraps. MVP just picked up the scraps. MVP and Matt Hardy are now the new WWE Tag Team Champions, SmackDown Tag Team Champions to be exact. MVP just picked up the scraps. The Matt Hardy delivered the freaking twist of fate to Domino. Oh my goodness. He got both titles on it. Oh, uh, uh, uh. bowling. Let's get it. <laughs> you got to love it, man. You got to love it. <laughs> he did it. Hey, y'all. We'll be back with more MVP action. This time, we're going to talk about his impact run. Yeah. And I'm so sorry, man. Welcome back, Straight Villain Guy. I'm so sorry. All right. Kind of forgot that MVP had to stop New Japan Pro Wrestling 2011, 2013. 2011, Hassad signed a one year deal in New Japan. He was still able to use the MVP name, just not Montel Vartelius Porter. The MVP became the first ever American IWGP Intercontinental Champion over there, man. So shout out to. Shouts out to MVP on that accomplishment right there, bro. Shouts out to you. This is when MVP made his way to Impact Wrestling, TNA, Total Nonstop Action, whatever you want to fucking call it. At the January 30th, 2014 tapings of Impact Wrestling, Hassan returned to TNA using the MVP name, where he was appointed the storyline investor of TNA. And you all know how this, this went, you know, it's just written in stones. You know, he's an investor, Dixie Carter's the president. So they both feuded over control of TNA until uh, the TNA pay-per-view called Lockdown, where the two team where they had two teams representing MVP and uh, Dixie Carter. They faced each other. MVP's team defeated Dixie Carter's uh, team with the assist from special referee Bully Ray, earning MVP total control of uh, wrestling operations. However, MVP turned heel on a uh, May 8th episode of Impact Wrestling when he attacked World Champ Eric Young. And announced himself as the number one contender to uh title at Slammiversary. However, MVP suffered a uh, 
a legit torn meniscus and was removed from the match. According to the PWI Insiders, the original plans with the crown MVP as champion. After that, MVP and Kenny King helped Lashley win the TNA World Heavyweight Championship from Eric Young. But MVP was uh, substituted by Kurt Angle as the on-screen authority figure. From there, MVP acted as Lashley and King's manager and occasionally uh, partnered after his knee condition improved. While feuding with Angle in promos, he defeated... Uh, Hard to say his name. Cosma Sakamoto at Bound for Glory 2014 on the November 5th episode of Impact Wrestling MVP lost to Bobby Roode in the World Heavyweight Championship match in January 2015. MVP formed one of my favorite factions of all time. This don't get no, no light. The beatdown clan BDC with Kenny King, Samoa Joe, Low Key, Bobby Lashley. Eric Young, too, was involved in that, which kind of, you know, is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But BDC was the shit. Well, after 2013, MVP had a uh, a couple of independence, independent circuit stops between uh, 2013, 2014, made frequent appearances at Tommy Dreamer's House of Hardcore, resided out here in Long Island um, in, in the tri-state area, including Philly. Um, he wrestled at the, the, the second and third events when the promotion was starting out up in 2013 after his stint with TNA. MVP defeated Moose, my guy, Moose, at House of Hardcore in August 2016, his return to the promotion. He went on to appear in nine straight shows for the promotion in 2017, wrestling the likes of Jack Swagger, a.k.a. Jack Hager, Tommy Dreamer, Billy Gunn, Mr. Ass, Matt Cross, among others. December 1st, 2018, he made his most recent appearance for a promotion from the promotion defeating Big Cass. This is my guy, Big Cass. He announced on March 31st, 2016 that he would be joining the Lucha Underground however days later on April 8th. He announced his release from the company due to uh, whatever the fuck was going on with his contract. You know what I'm saying? So, because uh, he was interviewing the members of the roster for his podcast, whatever the fuck. Uh, whatever lucha on the ground that's what they're no longer <laughs> but uh october 10 2016 mvp defeated uh jody christopheron Chris christopherson Chris, ah, whatever the hell easy for me to say jody that's what we're gonna call you mvp defeated jody <laughs> for the all pro wrestling uh, uni- uh universal heavyweight champion mvp for rob van dam for the uh pcw ultra championship on uh, march 24th 24th, 2017, and losing effort. The following day, MVP lost the APW Universal Championship to Luster the Legend. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> His June 22nd, 2018 return of APW resulted in a loss to Penta El Snero. Sadio Mayo. In early 2018 MVP wrestled two matches for Booker T's promotion reality and wrestling. We covered it on this podcast before on the Booker T episode, Black History Month. Go check that out. On February 25th, 2018, he won a battle royal uh, for the Big League Wrestling World Heavyweight Championship, a title he still holds. In March 2018, he wrestled in uh, Istanbul, Turkey, for the Turkish Power Wrestling in the main event. He debuted AAW Wrestling. On August 4, 2018, in the match where he beat Eddie Kingston. That's my guy. We covered Eddie Kingston in previous episodes, too. So go check that out, man. 
MVP is all over the place during 19, uh, during early 2019, and, and, and most frequently the World Class Revolution, um, a promotion based out of Oklahoma. Shouts out to my folks in Oakland. Uh, also during the 2019, he wrestled for the Oakland Huslam uh, Wrestling and Alberto El Patron's new uh, Mexican promotion, uh, the the Nacion Lucha Libre, whatever that means. <laughs> but 2017, 2018. MVP came back to his roots, MLW, due to his podcast on Court Burrs. Shouts out to Court Burrs. You're doing a good job with uh, MLW, brother. I appreciate uh, every Wednesday watching MLW after AEW. <laughs> but uh, MLW Radio Network, MVP, um, was chosen as one of the wrestlers to do a newly relaunched Major League Wrestling. He appeared at uh, the first show in t- uh, 2004, like I said, going back to his roots. In 2004, he uh, one shot. He he uh, uh, defeated Sammy Callahan in no disqualification match. October 5th, 2017, he also joined the company as an agent producing talent, promo- promos, and matches. In February 2018, MVP participated in the tournament to crown a, a new MLW championship, the first one since the promotions uh, reveal. He was beaten in the first round by Tom Lawler. That is my guy right there. Okay, Tom Lawler. He needs a strap soon if he hasn't gotten it ready. Two months later, he made his debut on their uh, new weekly program, MLW Fusion, in the match against Callahan, Sammy Callahan. The M- uh, that MVP lost. MVP continued to feud with uh, Callahan by defeating one of Callahan's partners, Leon Scott, by DQ on a June 8th episode of MLW Fusion. July 1st, 2018, MVP revealed he had part of ways with MLW and MLW Radio. Match the promotion aired on July 6th. It was a boiler. It was a boiler room brawl. I haven't seen one of those in a while. One by Sammy Callahan ending their feud. MVP in 2019 came back to Ring of Honor on January 2015, 2019. Episode MVP made his return at the uh, G1 Supercard show in Houston, Texas, where he resides. This is uh, the first appearance for the company since his uh, one match in 2005, where he wrestled as Antonio Banks. As the show debuted as a surprise partner of uh, Kenny King, who else would it be? Reforming the Beatdown Clan, BDC, baby. They were going to defeat Willie Mack. That's my guy, Willie Mack, and Cole Cabana. That's also my guy right there. Cole Cabana, boom, boom, boom. Advancing them into the uh, Tag Team Wars tournament. The winners of the Tag Wars were set to receive an always Tag Team title shot uh, at always the 17th anniversary pay-per-view and a spot in the... Uh, uh, the, the Crockett Cup. Nice. However, MVP and King lost in the semifinals in the tournament to who? That's, that's, that, I don't see why they lost. They lost to Brody King and PCO. Those are two freaking monsters right there that always has to offer right there. Those monsters. And if Brody King does not have the strap by now, I don't even know, man. You get it off Rush, put it on Brody. If PCO can get it, so can Brody. But we'll be back. Almost straight from the underground, man. MVP, Black History Month edition, man.
Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back straight from the underground MVP Black History Month edition. And after all that, man, MVP is back where he belongs, but he's not on the SmackDown brand. He's on the Raw brand. All right. At first, he just came back, you know, just so his son could watch him wrestle. You know what I'm saying? His son, he had little young ones. Son never seen him wrestle, so he came back Royal Rumble. You know what I'm saying? Then he had a little match with him in that Raw. Next thing you know, my man's here permanently. And, you know, he first, you know, he was the little, um, he's an agent backstage. And then they pushed him onto the forefront and revived the careers of Bobby Lashley, Shelton Benjamin, and Cedric Alexander. Bobby Lashley was in a horrible angle with Lana before MVP came and saved him. Cedric Alexander was just lost in the freaking shuffle. Had him in tag team with Ricochet before MVP saved him. Shelton Benjamin, the gold standard, one of the greatest athletes that WWE even has to offer, didn't even know what to do with him. He was just on the back burners, lost in the shuffle, and MVP revived his career, man. Shouts out to Montel Fontavious Porter, dog. You get all the flowers, bruh. I met you two years ago, man. You know what I'm saying? Dapped you up real quick. I ain't want to ask for no picture because, you know what I'm saying, I ain't want to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know. Show my appreciation to you, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, I probably wouldn't even be half the man I was if I wasn't growing up watching uh, your mannerisms and, and how you went about things. You know what I'm saying? So um, much appreciation to you, man. Much appreciation to everybody that we've been covering this Black History Month. It sucks that we only got 28 days. I would have did a whole, 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 more, uh, a whole lot more people, man. But you know what I'm saying? Everyone is loved, man. To the Bad News Browns all the way to the Kofi Kingston's, man. Every black talent that paid the way is straight up loved. Flowers go to you, man. And shoot, man. I hope y'all give me a, a, some five stars or review Apple Podcasts, wherever you stream podcasts, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, holla at your boy, man. ECR representing, man. And um, it's the underdog from the Underground Post 90s. I'm out. Yo, I've been a soldier. From the trenches, I used to play the benches. My bitch kiss me only Frenches. Wake them up like Folgers. Yo, I've been a soldier. Yo, I've been a soldier. Can't you tell? And your girl sell like alloy. Riding in a convoy, these fake niggas I destroy. Real niggas I authorize in my enterprise. Why you trying to stop my shine? Why you tryna stop my grind? Cause you don't got it like that, I know. Cause you don't got it like that, you know. Cause I work magic like that, the flow so crazy, it's so impeccable. Yo, me and Molly smoking lotto, watching backlash. Any.